Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. If you've been following us, then you know that we've been looking at 1 Samuel chapter 13 as we've seen this interplay, this interaction between Samuel and King Saul. And verse 14 says this, Samuel says, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God with which he commanded you. Now your kingdom shall not continue. Upon reading the text that way, all of our sympathy may move in the direction of King Saul and our eyebrows are raised at the reaction of God. We can see his punishment, the removal of the kingdom as perhaps a little too harsh, too reactionary, filled with vitriol. And it's moments like this that we can start to have this image form in our minds of an Old Testament God that is not loving, not caring, but overly vengeful. But is that really the case? Remember the warning that was given previously to the people of Israel and to the king by Samuel. He said, if you will fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, if both you and the king who reigns over you will allow the Lord your God, it will be well. But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you and your king. The word of God is very clear on this, is it not? His voice, his command, his word is to be feared, adhered to over and above any other voice, including the voice of the fearful who run away and including the rising shout of the enemy as they draw closer. So do you sometimes find yourself in that very situation? Friends moving away from you and the enemy moving closer? This is what can happen when you are a leader, when you go to war spiritually for those under your care. And in order to make this group happy and to keep that group away, you may start making decisions based on what you think is best. Now, at this point, it's important to ask, just what was the command of the Lord that Saul did not listen to and he started acting in his own best interest? Is it that he, a king, offered a sacrifice and that that job is reserved for priests only? I don't think that's the issue here because we're not in the temple at this point where the priests would serve. But what is at issue is that Samuel had instructed Saul to wait seven days for Samuel to come and offer the sacrifices in the right way. And it has been shown to us repeatedly that Samuel speaks the word of the Lord. So Saul has taken it upon himself to break this command from Samuel, which is really the command of God. And the reason this is so grievous is because the direction and the attitude of the king towards God's word greatly influences the direction and attitude of the people towards God's word. This is not just your next door neighbor of whom you don't know their last name acting in this way. This is the king. And if the word of God is not good enough for the king, then why should the people care anything about it? If it's displayed that the king's own personal authority is higher than the word of God, then why would the people listen to the word of God? That's what's at risk here. The minimization of God before the people, the devaluing of God, the striking at the holiness and weight of the glory of God himself. And God was not about to let that happen when he knew his word is the best thing and the highest authority for his people. 
But we have a king who had the authority of God's word as his ultimate authority. And that king is King Jesus. And it is to him we look to day by day. And when you look to him, you will not see any minimization of the Father's word. As you pray today, please remember Rigoberto Jimenez, our changemaker missionary in El Salvador. And also remember the Taboli Upper Life Word broadcast that's heard throughout the Philippines.